Okay, so the last two parts regarding a practical building of a mikveh is one that I mentioned a few times and I didn't get into it, which is the whole concept of plastic, plastic and rubber. And the second thing is regarding the oitzer, which is the reservoir of water, which brings the water to the mikveh. Now, there is, like this, there is a, in the list of the of what Rabbi Landa wrote, of the Hayroes that the Rebbe Rashab told him regarding building a mikveh in the Rostov, one of the things that's written over there in Ois Tess, which is on page Kuf Zayin in Bet 11's book, is, um, actually not Ois Tess, I mean Ois Aleph, he says, Do not use rubber um, plugs. It's a very interesting statement. What tuma is there in rubber? Because the Rebbe Rashab then says they used wooden plugs, and I'm going to explain soon what the, what the plugs were used for. But it doesn't what it's what it says over there. It doesn't really make too much sense. There is a letter from the Rebbe Rashab to Reb Nassim Nata Lerner. He was the one of the ones involved in building the mikveh in Rostov. This letter was printed in the Gizkesh of the Rebbe Rashab. It was found later. It was also printed in Teiras Shalom, in the Shas Tshuva's Teiras Shalom, that the printer of the Rebbe Rashab. It's in Simen Samachhe. Now, there the Rebbe Rashab starts by saying, that there are, well, we all know, there's two kinds of rubber. You have natural rubber, and you have synthetic rubber, fake rubber, we'll call it. Natural rubber is made from sap that comes out from a tree. You drill a hole into a tree, and what drips down from it, and afterwards it gets processed. You put buckets, it's, uh, similar to how they get maple syrup, if anybody was traveled to that region of the world, not so far from here, it's a few hours north. And you see they drill holes and they put a bucket. So the same idea is for rubber, it's a certain sap that comes from a tree, it hardens, they process it, and then rubber comes out of it. That's natural rubber. Synthetic rubber is made from petroleum, from what gas is made from, gas that you use for your car, gasoline, plastic, um, Vaseline, everything, almost everything today, including and up to artificial food colorings, is also made from petroleum. So it's all made from the same. It's one of the most used um, products of this world from when it was discovered. It could be used in many various applications. One of the things you can make from it is rubber. So he asks, so the Rebbe Rashab over there explains why there's no Kabbalah's Tuma in this rubber. He says, if you're going to take the natural one, the natural one, it's not, can't compare it to to uh, something which grows to uh, to trees or whatever it is. We'll get to it soon. We'll discuss the rubber, then we're going to, I'm going to get to soon what, what it was used for. Um, the rubber, it's uh, it's it, it is. If you have, it's it's the same thing. It comes from a comes from a tree, but there's no. It's not made like clothing that you sew. The way that a piece of clothing becomes tummy is it has uh, it has uh, 
strings going one way and strings going the other way, and then it becomes tummy. Then gimel gimel uh, it's a smaller size and it becomes tummy. But rubber, you don't have that problem. And even even though they use sometimes earth, they mix into the production of rubber. At least then they used. Today it's less. The Rebbe Hashem says it's not a problem because, first of all, it completely burns and changes its status when it is made. And the interesting that there are, there is, it's not connected to Hilchas Mikvois, but in Hilchas Pesach, there is about mashke that was left over over Pesach, that there is a swara that uh, mashke, maybe it's not the same gather as chum, it's not for drinking it, but maybe for also bana, because once the, the mashke is made by the alcohol evaporating, and then the distillation process, the alcohol evaporates, then it goes through a tube, it gets cold, and it becomes alcohol, liquid again. So it's a new, it's a new category. So over there, the, the Al-Tarebbe's brother, the Maril, adds over there on the side, the Al-Tarebbe, that uh, the Eved, if somebody forgot to sell mashke, you can't, be, you can't uh, drink it, but uh, selling it for Hanoi is not a problem. So there is a certain change that happens when you have a complete chemical conversion of a product from its natural form to a completely new form, it's no longer in its original form. So even if it will be earth, you would say earth could be compared to klicheres. It's not really a problem. But over here he says, even if you want to compare it to klicheres, says it is to, to glass, for example, says glass is mostly made from earth, so it's earth from the beginning. And it goes through a process and it doesn't get burnt after the glass is made. So it can be compared to, to glass. Over here it's mostly not earth. And it can't be, and it can't be, uh, it can't be, so you can't compare it to, you can't compare it to earth, you can't compare it to glass, and even klicheres, you can say, it's a pshuti klicheres, it's not mekabal to Elamai, he says, obviously, if this plug has a clay kibble, a place where you could receive water, means it's hollow on one side, then it's a keli regardless of what it's made from, for a different reason. But when it's completely closed, it's one piece of rubber, it's completely closed, there's no problem with it. Then he goes into discussion about wood, because ultimately the Rebbe Rashab did use wood. And he says, Pshutikli 8 is not Mechabal Tumah. I mean, Pshutikli 8 could be Mechabal Tumah if it's the right size, the Rambam is machmer, even if it's smaller than, uh, than than white pieces of wood. If it was made, if it has a certain purpose for it, specific purpose is still mekabel tumah. But he says basically, he says you have a specific plugs. He says, then, then the Rebbe Rashab concludes. He says, um, even though according to the Rambam, plugs which are small, and not plugs. I mean, cleates smaller than it's not because we discussed. If you have white pieces of cleates. It's you can step on it, so it becomes, uh, it has a tumor. But if it's not so big, maybe it's not tumor. The, the Rambam holds that even smaller than that, even if it's not smoothed out, it's still mechabal tumor if it has a specific purpose. He says, you don't have to worry about it over here, because even according to the Rambam, the Rambam himself holds that you don't need to have a Yossi al tahara. So therefore, even if it's, even if it's mechabal tumor, it's not a problem. But ultimately, he, the, the, the Rebbe Rashab concludes 
L'chayra, in using a plug made from uh, from rubber, there's absolutely no chashash, none of the chashash is above of Tumah. But, he says, practically, it's a new thing. We don't know exactly what it's made from, what it's metzias, and you can't, it's, it's going to be impossible to get the right size that we need. At that point, it was impossible to get. Therefore, follow what the rest of the Yidin do, and that was to use from wood. And that was what they used from wood. So in essence, we see from Rebbe Hashem's letter the exact opposite of what Rabbi Landa wrote. So that means, could be Rabbi Landa was told that they're using wood and not rubber, and he wrote his own reason why it is, he thought it was Mechabal We don't really have an explanation why it is Mechabal not from Rabbi Landa. From Rebbe Hashem, we have Fung Tzvakert. The Taras Mayim, that you all have, in... In uh, Simon um, Nun Aleph has a whole section about rubber. Now, over there he says maybe the issue is because a piece of rubber is Tumas Midras. You step on it, becomes it's a problem of Tumas Midras. And he says he asked, uh, he mentions that he asked the Rebbe about it. There's a letter from the Rebbe in Igris Kedish Zion. The quote from that. Paragraph of the Rebbe's letter is back in Rabbi Levin's book on page Kuftes. And over there he explains, he says, he says over there, because the Talas Maim says there's no problem with rubber because it was not, it was not, uh, it was not, uh, it was not uh, set aside for Midras for stepping on it. So therefore it's not a problem. So the Rebbe says it's not like that because sometimes if you have a plug on the floor of the mikveh, you have an issue that sometimes people are going to step on it. It's made to be stepped on. Sometimes people are going to step on it to, to stand a little bit taller to get something. Even if it's not standard made for, for standing on it, it's still a problem. Now, we all know there is no plugs. There's no holes in the floor of the mikvah. The Ebrah Shab said there's not to make any holes in the floor of the mikvah. So you don't really have a plug on the floor of the mikvah. So the way I understand it, is what the Rebbe is referring to is, at least if anybody ever saw an old bathtub before they, uh, from 60 years ago, I mean, some, some houses in Kern Heights, you can still see it. The There is a rubber plug with a little chain. And that plug you put into the hole in the bathtub, and that plugs the water from going out. Then when you want to empty out the bathtub, you pull the plug out and you empty out the bathtub. So these plugs which are commonly available, at least at the time of the Rebbe's letter was written, they had a very specific purpose. Those plugs, and it's that size that you need, were made for the purpose of plugging a hole. People would stand on it because it's on the floor. So those plugs, you're going to buy that plug. It was already miyuchad lumidus, even though it's the Rebbe says, even bakroi, even if it's only once in a while that someone steps on it, it already has a problem. So those plugs have a problem of Kabbalah's tumma. So in essence, the problem of rubber is not an inherent problem in the rubber that it's Kabbalah's Tumah. It's the application of this of this plug could be a problem. So... Why are you not supposed to have a very mikvah? You're not supposed to have a hole in the bottom of the mikvah. So, so How are you going to close it? Do you drain it? How do you drain so the mikvah with a pump? You, no, what do you mean... Uh, what do you plug for? Yeah, so yeah. I'll explain right now. 
So what was this plug used for? Before we continue, what was this plug used for? And why is it so important to understand the concept of a plug? The Rebbe Rashab had an oitzer. Oitzer makes showing a reservoir of water. For what? A hole for what? That's if you want to make a makeup from the back. We'll discuss it a different time. There is a a uh, we'll get to it a different time right now. We'll focus on what we're doing now. When there is a a uh, you have an oitzer. The Rebbe Hashem had an oitzer, had a reservoir of water that from, which had enough water to fill up the mikveh. It wasn't such a big oitzer; it was a small oitzer, and enough water to fill up the mikveh. Out of that oitzer, there was a hole because he had to fill up the mikveh. It would fill up with water. That hole needed to have a plug because otherwise, all the rainwater that would come in would just slide right into the mikveh. So they had to have a plug. And so the discussion was about this plug. This plug served one purpose. The plug of this, the purpose of this plug was you had, it would fill up, the oitzer would fill up to the top with rainwater. It would be time to change the water. You pulled out the plug. All the water from the oitzer came out. And then you filled up the mikveh. I'm going to get to soon later, soon about the Amshachas, how to get rid of that, uh, of, of Kayach Adam. And then you put the plug back in, and then you would fill up, let it fill up again with rainwater. So that's what they needed the plug for. So the plug, if it's something which is Mechabal Tuma, it's holding up the water, it's Ma'akiv, the water, something which is Mechabal Tuma. All the water is being, is touched or something like that. It's, it directs the water. Yeah, but even then, it wasn't such an issue because it was only there for one-time use. All the water drained out, and when you put the plug back in, there was no water there. So when you put the plug in, it didn't hold any water. You pulled it out, the plug didn't serve any purpose once you pulled out the plug. When you put it back in, it again didn't serve any purpose. It's empty. It was empty. So you didn't really have much of a problem still. Huh? Yeah. When you have an oitzer, the oitzer is exactly the amount of water that you need. So you pull out the plug. When, when it's, you, it's empty now. You put the plug there. It doesn't achieve anything now. Why? It's not directing the water. water it's holding the water inside, but it's not, you're not tabling in the mikveh. You don't have a problem of schilla. So what do you care how it's being held? What do you mean? The fact that it's holding water. It's holding a little bit of the water. A little bit of the water is touching the Dover That's being cleared by the Amshach. Right away. The rest of the water is not. It's not a keli. The whole thing is not a keli. Kabbal tuma is not always the same category as a keli. If you have that, and then you, you drained out the mikveh, you drained out the oitzer, you put the plug back in the oitzer, now it's, the oitzer is empty, you filled it up again. It's also, when you put the plug back in, you didn't do anything. You didn't hold any water with it. Oitzer is empty. So you didn't have such a big problem. Even then, the Rebbe Rashab wanted to make sure it's not something which is Mechabal and he used a piece of wood. Today, we have a much bigger problem, because today we make oitzers much bigger, could hold four, five, six times the amount of water that you need. You're feeding three or four mikvahs with the same oitzer. So now you have, out of the oitzer, you have a canal, a hamshacha, which splits into three or four hamshachas. Now, 
to be able to direct the water, you have to have plugs on the side because you don't want the water, once you fill it, you want to fill it first to mikvah So you have plugs on the hamshacha to the mikvah and a plug on the hamshacha to the mikvah kalim. And then the water runs based on those two plugs and goes to the mikvah. If that plug is a chashash of a dover amikabal then all the water that went through it went on a dover, went past, touched the dover amikabal and it wouldn't have been able to go to, to go to the mikveh without these plugs. Otherwise, it would have flown to the other to the other. I'm sure. Yeah, the, uh, went to one mikveh. It's, it's not an issue. Today we have an issue. It's going to different places. So we have three different plugs. It's like one plug, and then we put you put plugs on the sides. If you have one plug leading from the oitzer, then you have three plugs on the sides. One leading to each uh, to each bite. I'm you could, but every every extra hole that you have means you have another place for a leak to happen. So regardless, even if you have three different ones, how are you going to control? You're still going to have to plug it back when we have the the, the right amount of water. Yeah, we'll do what before the rain comes? You have enough water in the ice to fill up six across. You're going to have at some point to block one hole and open another hole. It means your hands are going to be using something which is a suffix of a keli. And according to the Rambam, this piece of wood is a keli. And according to the Rosh, when you have the water passing on something which is makabal tumah, it's spice of the water. You have amshachas. Now you, 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 you had rainwater and you passed through something which is makabal tumah. So you have a problem. So today we have more of an issue with these things. So today if you use wood, piece of wood, which was not specifically made for the mikveh, or you use a piece of rubber, which was not specifically made with that intention, so it could be a problem of so you have to make sure that if you end up having to use plugs, if you have oitzer in the mikveh, using plugs has to be done according to what seems today, where we know what the Rebbe Rashab holds, will be much better with rubber, because rubber is never Mechabal Wood is only Mechabal Tumah. sometimes. Rubber, according to Rebbe Rashab, is only Mechabal if it has a clay kibble, if it has a hold, a place to hold. And according to the Rebbe, only if it's something that you stand on. But if you make a rubber, something from rubber, completely for the purpose of the mikveh, it's the best you can use. You have three different uh, plugs, and each one goes to the right place. Mm-hmm. The pile, there's different shittas in the Babacharabonim. Some of the will say, well, the Rebbe Rashab wanted wood, so we'll use wood and we'll make it dedicated to only wood. The Rebbe Fegelstock is machmer, only wood, never has any plastic on any path going towards the mikvah. No rubber? No rubber, no plastic. Uses wood. So I use wood. I sometimes use rubber and sometimes use wood, depending on who builds mikveh. Both of them, it's uh, according to understand the Rebbe Shabbat, it's better to use rubber. I don't understand. Yes. Because you have three amshachas, two of them are closed. So if the plug is is something which is makabal tumah, splits into three, yeah. So now... You have to plug the other two so the water doesn't come out of them. So automatically all the water that's going through is going, the only way it reaches the, the mikveh is because it's touching those two plugs on the side. 
If the pipes could be plastic, yeah. So a lot of people, I use the, so I say you gutters, we use plastic better than anything else, obviously. Huh? Your question is, what else do you have an alternative? Metals, for sure, a problem. Wood could also be a problem. Cement, that I should use cement. So that's use, if you could get a, 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 a you're going to see tomorrow when the mikveh has, it has, a, supposed to have, I don't know, I hope it does, it's supposed to have um, clay pipes. For that reason, clay, clay pipes. So now, practically speaking, when you have a plug made from wood, wood rots. Now, the Rebbe Rashab, when he made the plugs in the mikveh, was a wooden plug and a piece of wood. If you have a plug sitting on the oitzer, it's going to rot because on one side is moisture, on the other side, based on the change of temperature, it could rot. The wood could rot, could expand. You won't be able to pull it out. It could shrivel on the other side where it's dry, and uh, it's a problem. Now, you could treat the wood. Cork is made for a keli. Using a piece of cork, what are corks made for? Specifically to close kalim. Every cork piece of cork you're going to buy, whatever size it is, unless you have a company which produces cork specifically for you, the cork is made specifically for a keli. It's made to close a bottle of wine, it's made to close a container of cookies, whatever it is. You have different kinds of corks that you have today. They're specifically made for a okay. What does it mean if they made it specifically for you, that it's fine? You're also using it for a okay, No, you're not. not. You're using it to plug a hole in the wall. It's not a okay. Kaylee. There's no Kaylee. Okay. Uh, it's much, uh, uh, huh? Like so the problem with a stone cork is that a stone doesn't have a, doesn't seal. Good. So, so you're going to see tomorrow, the Rabbi Fegelstock, this is for tomorrow, the Rabbi Fegelstock, he makes a piece of stone, and he makes it a perfect circle of in the stone. And then he gets a wood, so I think a certain kind of wood, it doesn't rot, doesn't expand, doesn't shrink. And that wood sits in there, it doesn't rot, and it's exactly the size of the, of the hole. Because if you do it in concrete, concrete is never smooth like you want it to come out, so there will always be leaks out of it. And you, obviously you can't put a shmata around the cork to make it tight because then the shmata is a kid. So all the water is a shoven. A shoven, whatever, it's a problem. Glass. Glass is a tummy with a bone. Cheres is particularly cheres in a problem. So you have. If I have 47 in the bird box, then I have a leak in the later. Yeah. And yet I'm shot. What do I care that there's a leak over there? You don't care if there's a leak. You no, just so care because your mikvah is going to overflow. And then when somebody's going to table, it's table in schilla. No, but yeah, I have 47 actual... What's the make a difference? You still have a problem with schilla and you still have a problem of all your floors being flooded. Your floor is flooded. You don't want to have floods in the mikvah. Destroy your whole mikvah. So you have... I'm saying it's now. The Rebbe Rashab, so he, he, had, he had this cork made... This cork, this plug made out of wood. But it would be better, saying is today, certain Rabbanim will say it's much better to use to use rubber because rubber, the Rebbe Hashab says, not mekabal tuman v'chlo. And, and uh, cork, I mean, and, and wood, could be mekabal tuman sometimes. Some Rabbanim will say that Rebbe Hashab said to use wood and not to left rubber 
hanging. So don't uh, don't don't touch anything that has to do with rub. So what's the solution? If you have taka using wood or using rubber, and you have an oitzer, and you don't, and now you're holding up the water with that cork, you want to be able to close the cork. So there is a giduli tahara. The giduli tahara says that above the line of 40 sa'ah, you could use something which is mekabal tuma to close the hole. So today, you might see in certain in certain uh, mikvahs, when they make a oitzer, that they out of the oitzer, to feed above the line of 40, it's a big oitzer. On the bottom, it has, it has enough water to hold 40 sa according to the small shear. You don't have to hold the massive shear like in the mikvah. It's a small shear, whatever it is, less than 100 gallons. And uh, and then on top of that, you have the hole. So now, when you plug it, it's not a problem because according to Gizu, it's not a problem. What do you mean? Just flip what? Make a hole in the top of the ice and then. The ice is staying in place. I can't make an ice that's movable. It's a Kaylee. No, you make it. There's no way to turn it over. It's a Kaylee. It's a concrete box. The ice will never get empty. There's always. Huh? So if you limit it in the rainwater, usually you don't make an ice. Or you make an oitzer, uh, and then you hope that it's going to rain enough. But usually in places where they're limited in rainwater, they feed the mikveh first, and then they didn't worry about the oitzer afterwards. First, they make sure the mikveh is filled up. Then after, you can build the oitzer to, to get extra to get extra water. Why, why, why shouldn't you be not going to make a shame? What? To make the whole Because the only chumrah that we have is regarding toivling. For everything else, we follow the halach. For all the other shirim, we follow Chaim Noah's shir, and that's the shir lahalach. Same way we follow the shir of Shlisha Lugin or Machmer, it ends up being a much smaller shir. And we don't say, oh, we take the Rebbe Rashab's shir of Mek Shamim, of Mem and then you divide it because each saw is 24 Lugin, and you split that into it, it's going to end up being like three by two bottles of water. We don't do that. We go, and the same thing is when it comes to Shiurim of Shifar Sanoid, the whole Shifar Sanoid for Chibur between Mikvahs. We also follow this, the, the shir of Chaim Noid. We don't say we have to go a much bigger shir. Uh, it's better. It's better to have it. But if you have, you're not going to pass the mikvah if it doesn't have the, the bigger shear. Uh, you're not going to pass it. What I'm saying is, no. What I'm saying is, when you have a when you have a mikvah and you have an oitzer for any other shear other than what than what uh, than the shear of mikshamim, or if the Chaim Noi writes to follow higher shear, we follow the standard shear. This is only a chumrah to prevent to prevent the problem. And interestingly, Zalman Shimon Dvorkin in his Chuvas and Kevitz Nazash also writes also writes this idea that if you do it above the the Abayim Sal line, you don't have a problem. So now you have this. Now you have this plug, and you took out the plug with your hands. Now. All the water that's coming into the mikveh is coming with koyach odom. It's not naturally going there. So there's a lot of different tricks that came up how to avoid this koyach odom. Some people have a box with two holes, and then it falls into a box, and then you, you plug the box, so the first water flies out. Some people have a, a pipe that has a that has a bowl, like a wooden bowl flies out of it, lands in the middle, that water, the first water gets drained, the next water goes over the bowl. 
Uh, there's different different tricks how to do it. Um, if you, no, the Rebbe Rashab did not have any of these things. The Rebbe Rashab didn't have. The Rebbe Rashab says he had a plug, and he had Amshacha. He says Amshacha removes the Koyach Adam. However, and if you look at the Rebbe Rashab's Amshacha, it's interesting. It was much more two interesting things in the Rebbe Rashab's Amshacha. First of all, it was much more than three Tfachim long. From the Oitzer leading all the way to the Mikvah, it was much more than three Tfachim long. And second of all, it took a turn. Was from outside all the way to inside. It was probably a good few feet, and also took a turn. That means it didn't go. It came out of the ice and took a turn. So the water coming into the mikveh is not mamash kayachodim because the turn is already the turn is going now. It's a new a new travel. So with that, Rebbe Rashab didn't have a problem with it. You don't have to be machmer more than the Rebbe Rashab. However, if you're in a situation where people do want to do it. So there is a relatively easy way of doing it. If you have a box right outside the oitzer, mm-hmm. right? So you have the plug coming out of the oitzer. You have a box of the oitzer water and it has a plug. And then you have a box of concrete. And from there, it falls into the pipe. It goes, goes to a pipe on the other side of the box. So it's not falling a lot. It's going through a box, a small box. I'll explain to you what the purpose of the box is. So now you have a plug sitting in the sitting in the in the oitzer. So you have the entrance from the oitzer right here. And you have a small box of concrete, and you have the other pipe on this side. It's the same height. Then you have over here you have a plug, a, a rubber plug. And over here you have the end of the box. You take a piece of wood, which is the same size as the as the box, and you stick it tight over there, and it's sitting holding the plug in place. Now. What's holding the plug in place? A piece of wood. If you're going to pick up that piece of wood carefully, you're not causing the plug to come out yet. The plug is not loose yet. The plug, ah? Huh? Not fully loose. But if you wait a few minutes, the pressure of the water in the oitzer will send the cork flying out. Huh? You get a new plug. First of all, the plug will land in the box. It's not going to go anywhere. It lands in the box. It's not going to go further. It'll fly out and land in the box. So it'd be very hard, huh? Huh? That piece of wood. Piece of wood sitting there the whole time. When you're ready to do it, what? You always have the right to outside. Usually, you put uh, you put uh, silicone or something around it to hold it in place. You put it tight, you put silicon and whatever it is to hold it in place. Well, like this, you don't put any silicon. The only thing that's holding it in place is this piece of wood. When you're going to pick up that piece of wood, you didn't do anything. Your kayak didn't do anything. If you're really worried about this, if somebody's really telling you an issue about this, then you could do this trick. If you don't want to have the whole complication with having an extra box and having a, a, a hole in the middle and water coming out and all these problems... Then you could just do you could just do with that. However, like I said, the Rebbe Rashab wasn't uh, didn't do all these contraptions. The Rebbe Rashab had a plug that took a turn and had a long amshacha. So when if you have a uh, a uh, a oitzer and you don't have place to these contraptions, you don't have to do these contraptions. You're just going to make amshacha, which is going to be long and takes turns. So how do you make amshacha which is long? You don't have that much space. 
So I saw a mikvah where the Amshacha was made like a snake, like this, along the earth. Going up and down, up and down. So that way, it traveled. So you, you don't have that much space and width. You have three tefachim width. But the travel, it made Amshacha going along the wall, up and down, up and down. And it took, it was long. So it was as long as the Rebbe Rashabs. It took turns along the way. Also took turns like the Rebbe And then it solved solved that issue of of the Kayachodim. How do you make that concrete? You build it. When you have concrete, you can do whatever you want. It takes a turn. Every time it goes up, it turns and turns and turns and turns. Huh? That was the turn. It starts one turn, goes up, takes another so turn. Was turn. By the end, Hashem was one turn. Hashem was only one turn. Anyway, so that's pretty much the two things I wanted to discuss in today's share. I think we finished uh, pretty much anything that has to do with, with practical that you're going to come to. The only thing that we did not discuss is about um, filters, schillers, something which is holding up the schiller. This is much further in the simon when you get to Sif Nun. And we're going to get to that topic when we get there. Also, what materials have to do with that. But that's what it is. Tomorrow, as I said, that uh, tomorrow we're going to have...